Hey there, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Lights Girl Talk podcast. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. Hey, I'm Trisha. And today we're talking mommy guilt. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The, right the here. Big Guilty. elephant in the room. Mm. Oh, my word. So, I encountered a situation. The reason this is on my mind, I encountered a situation with a friend of mine today. Or actually, it was two days ago. Um, she sent me a text and she said, Look what my little girl sent me. And her daughter is about the same age as mine. And her daughter had just so beautifully said, Mom, I love you. And here are the things I appreciate about you. And I appreciate how hard you work for our family. And, and I appreciate all the things that you do for me. And you're always supporting me and all wow. that things. And, and I was <laughs> able to, to look at that text message and I was like, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, and let that be a testimony mm-hmm. to you're doing better than you think you are. Mm-hmm. And I think most yeah. of us are doing better than we think we Probably. are. I hope so. <laughs> Probably all hope. That's yeah. exactly right. Because we don't get that affirmation a lot yeah. of times, no. you yeah. know? Yeah, and especially when your kids are younger, I think it's it's harder. I mean, not that they come right out and say it when they're older, but... I know now that I'm the age I am, I appreciate my mom and dad so much oh, more absolutely. than I did when I was oh, young. Oh, you have yeah. a different lens, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, what are some practical ways that uh, I think for me, I, it was it was a big lesson to me that I need to be a cheerleader for the moms in my life. I need to say, Tricia, I love your boys and I love what you're doing with your boys and how you're so intent on, you know, serving them and loving them. I love that. And I just want to tell you, you're doing a good job. And I need to look at Alicia and say, you've been through kind of a rough, rough patch. And I want you to know that you've, you've Mm -hmm. with intention found ways to change your parenting style when you needed Mm -hmm. to. And you found ways to really minister to the heart of your kid, not Mm -hmm. just to the behavior of your kid. I need to say those things out loud and say, you're doing a great job. And now, Carol, you <laughs> yes. are doing an awesome job raising your daughter mm. with love, with respect, with kindness. You are modeling for her sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You're modeling for her hard work. But most of all, you're modeling for her love and love for Christ. Mm-hmm. You are doing an amazing job. And as a result, she is becoming an amazing young woman. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. And I, I think we need to rub those comments in. Yeah, yeah. And instead of competing so much, just become cheerleaders for each other mm-hmm. because we all need it. I've not met a, you know, one mom who's, well, actually I did meet one mom one time. I was, I, you know, when I first became a single parent, I shared all this. <laughs> this cracks me up. I hadn't even planned on sharing this, but anyway. Um, so I had shared I'm a single parent, blah, 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 blah. And this woman like wrote me this long letter. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> but she wrote me this long letter because I had just on the air one day talked about how inadequate I felt as a parent. And she was like giving me the resume of her children. And oh. she was like, uh, she was like, I want to help you be a better parent. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I didn't. I didn't take her up on that. Well, like the other day, I, I've been seeing this video on Facebook and it was just this really great, encouraging story about a dad um, who um, got some foster children, decided that he oh, that's yeah. how he wanted to grow his family. And some of them had special needs. And I posted it on a friend's timeline who's a single mom of four children, some with special needs. And I was just like. I just want this to encourage you because he reminded me of what you're doing with your children. And and I was just like, you're a great mom. They are so fortunate and blessed to have you as their mom. And and she wrote me back this sweet note. And but taking the time to do that, because I had thought of it one day and I didn't do it. Yeah. But then I saw it again and I'm like, I really just need to do this. And how do I send it to her? So I just posted it on her wall. That's cool. I think it's little things like that sometimes that can just help us feel better. All right. So here's the challenge. 
The challenge for you, podcast listener, our friend, is to reach out to one mom today and be her cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think if it st- starts like as a ground roots thing like that, I mean, man, mm-hmm. the difference it can make. Because, I mean, we all gone somewhere and, you know. Walked into work one day and people were like, "Are you sick? Because <laughs> you don't look good." You are tired. tired. I had I a boss tired. Say, Alicia, you look tired. I hate that. That's and I'm my like, least favorite. Do not tell me I look tired. We're in a meeting with all of yeah. my peers, and even not- if you weren't tired, now you feel tired. <laughs> and I said, "Yes, I, I'm going to school, and I have two little kids at home, and I'm work. I work for you. I'm yeah. very tired. You're making me tired." <laughs> Well, so we got a we got a prayer request the other day from um, a mom who is she said today is overwhelming. I'm one person stretched a million ways. Mm. I'm an only child, so I have to help my mom who's in a nursing home. Juggling mom, work life, and kids is smothering. I need a shot of Superman strength. Wow. And can't we all kind of relate to that in sure. different times yes, of our yes. life? And we all have mom friends that are going through this, and she may be one of those silent types that yeah. that you know she you reached out know. to us mm-hmm. but she may be mm-hmm. holding it all together helping her mother dealing with her kids you know just all the daily things we have to do with moms working but she's she's overwhelmed she's struggling yeah and i think that's the powerful thing about encouragement because the point i was trying to make is not you know when people tell you you're sick then you feel sick but when people tell you you're doing a good job you you tend to see um uh, other ways to encourage other people yes. you know it's like the yeah. gift that keeps yeah, on giving so it's like if someone yes. made you feel good you're like oh you know that right. felt really good i can do that i can say that to someone else that's you know it's just a reminder and can we also take it in for ourselves though it is yeah. so much easier for me to look at you and tell you how much i admire your mother and carol and alicia and you our friend but i i can't take it in very easily when someone compliments me. I want to tell you all the ways I've failed. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. to tell you all the things that I haven't done that I should have done and the things that I did that I shouldn't have done. And so it's, I think in addition to encouraging someone else, my personal journey, I want to try to be better at um, being okay with the one or two things that I am doing right. Mm-hmm. Like, can I take that in? Can yeah. I, can I take that in? Well, and I think we try to make these perfect lives and there's all this, you know, I saw a TED talk the other day about how active we have our children these days because mm, yes. we want them to get into a handful of colleges and we want them to be one of these few careers and everything we do is to guide them to that. But then are they missing out on things today? Mm. You know, are we not letting them be children? Yeah. And I think we get so busy and we have them in so many activities and there's so much pressure and it's gotten so much harder, I think, than when we were kids. Mm. I yes. just don't remember being 100% as busy. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, my mom didn't have us do, I mean, she had three kids, so it was a little bit harder, but I, I think now it's like, well, I want my kids to do all these things, but how do you fit it all in? And then you've guilt. Well, if I don't do the violin lessons, is she not going to be... She's not getting into college. She could be the next yeah. Yo-Yo Ma if I <laughs> <Yeah>. did that. <laughs> Right. Well, he, I, I want to ask this question. I'm not sure if it's I'm, – I'm just going to ask it because that's what we do here. We just talk it through. <laughs> we don't come up with solutions. No. no. <laughs> I just wonder if a lot of times our identity is tied up in how successful Absolutely. our kid sure. is. And so – For sure. That's part of where the mommy guilt comes from when they, you know, when they – because I <laughs> – I was. This is a crazy story. I always have a story, but a couple of years ago, my my daughter was learning how to roller skate, 
and um, we were out in the front in, in front of her house and she was roller skating and I was trying to help her, you know, and I found myself not teaching her so much how to skate, but how to fall. Mm. Because when she falls, she got to fall a certain way so she doesn't get hurt. Yes. And I think maybe that's our charge as moms mm-hmm. to teach our kids how to fall. Mm-hmm. Because we live in a society where everything's not always going to work out. Right, They're going right. to fail at times. And yeah, we got to yeah. let them fail. And we got to help them learn how to cope with that and how to recover from that and how to actually turn it into a positive thing and learn from it and and not be afraid of that. And so I think part of our identity gets tied up in that. And that's where part of the guilt comes from because we... Or if we've had hurt in our lives because we didn't, you know, I didn't get into the my first or second or third or fourth, probably <laughs> college of my choice. Mm. And so I think if I would have had more help, I, I would have been successful in that. So one of my charges as a parent is like, I want my children to be able to go to wherever they want to go to college. Um, but I've kind of reset and reframed that a little bit to think that's now that I'm older... That's not the end of the world if you don't go where you thought you were going to go. And God has a path for you. Like, I met my husband at college. And, you know, I did go to college. It was a great experience. I have wonderful friends. Like, that's where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it. But I had pain from that experience. And Mm -hmm. so I don't want my children to have that same pain. Or I think I've heard of some parents who they never got on the basketball team. And so they want their kids to be the basketball star. Or they want that scholarship because they didn't get it. And then we're kind of living vicariously sometimes through our kids. And doing everything we can to kind of make it the best experience so they don't have the pain. But I think you're right that the pain is something that they need to learn how while they're in our homes. If they can learn that and we can walk them through it and teach them about it, they'd be better off. That's very true. And additionally, I think they sense that we're doing that vicarious thing, putting all that pressure on ourselves and on them. And it creates anxiety in our kids. Had this experience just the latter part of this school year, um, my son just didn't do homework for a while, just decided he wasn't going to do it. But I didn't know that, right? Oh. So I find out, and his grades went down, obviously. I'm like, what happened here? And he's like, well, I wasn't doing homework. I'm like, well, we got to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I emailed two of his teachers. I got on the stick. I made sure he redid his homework. I out of those stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I doing all this? Mm-hmm. Am I doing it for him right. or am I doing it for me because I'm anxious that he's not going to get the best grade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what what message am I sending him by number one coming to his aid by calling his teachers and emailing his teachers mm-hmm. um, and that it's only good if you get the best grade. Mm. It's right. only good if you get an A. Well, now, if he ever gets so a B, he'll pressure. deal with that. I, that yeah. And see, so, I'm ramping like, it up on him. Even when, like, when I'm I was feeling a mommy kid, guilt. when did they come out with elementary school honor society? I you don't know. know. It, and it's like there's so much pressure for I them to get I never worried about grades. that at all. At all. I, I wanted to be on, I wanted to have a date. That's all. <laughs> That's all I wanted. You know, grades were, nah, whatever. <laughs> but I think there is a lot of pressure for grades and, oh, and yeah. all of this. And so I've, I'm doing the same thing, Tricia, where I'm trying to say, okay, it doesn't matter if you don't get all A's. If, a B is yeah, great. It's a B great. is really good. That's a great job. Don't, you know, but somehow my kids have learned on their own or at school. I, I'm trying to figure out where they're learning. And I hope they're not learning it from me because I'm trying to reset that also and mm. to teach them. The straight A report card is, I'm trying not to make that the big deal. Right. Yeah. Definitely reward it, reward the hard work. But right. Because one day they're not going to get the straight A's or they're, right. they're, yeah. they're going to fail at something. And then how do you, if you, if I only reward that top level behavior, 
what's going to happen the day that that it's not as good. Mm. But I think for some reason, kids these days have a harder time and there's all this peer pressure. And and I think there's parental pressure, too. Well, school's changed. I mean, the standardized test has changed everything. There's so much anxiety with Mm. that. My, I can remember my child in second grade, and I don't think they started until third grade, right? But in second grade, grade yeah. in second grade, she was already talking about standardized oh. testing and how nervous my son's she was about. school That's brought pitiful. in therapy dogs for testing week. Is that right? That's Which I thought idea. was really interesting. Kind of like an interesting I was, idea. I thought it was exciting, but at the same time, I'm like the fact that we need yeah. therapy dogs What's for testing. <laughs> yeah, there's a greater message there, right? Yeah. So back to mommy guilt. How do you best deal with it? I think time, time away to reflect, to have some time for yourself, I think, because otherwise you get caught in this like yes. whirlpool of thought, action, judgment. Uh, and if you have some time away to reflect, I think what happens for me is then I can fill my own cup. And then mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. go back and be a better mom. Splash everybody else. That's right. With your full cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My sippy cup. That's right. That's what I got going. I, I want to tell you about a friend of mine because this this came to my mind as we started talking about this, right? She was telling me, she's like, I just need some time away from my kids. <laughs> and I was like, did you just say that? <laughs> you just said that? That You can think that, but you can't say that to another <laughs> woman. And I looked at her, and she's like, yeah. And she's like, and so um, I'm going to take, so she she's worked out this deal with her husband where she goes to yoga, and she has all this mm-hmm. time. And she's like, yeah, it's it's my time. It's my me time. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it was amazing me. And at first I was shocked, and then I was a little bit like, wow. But then I was like, I respect that. She can do that. She can say she needs that. Then she can ask for it and then she can get it and not feel (laughs) guilty about it. Right. Well, I had a couple weeks ago, I had to, I was going to take my daughter to one of her activities and she, for, I can't remember the reason, but she didn't need to go that night. And I didn't realize it till I'd gotten home. And I just looked at my husband and I said, you know what? I was going to go to the bookstore and go to get a get a coffee and sit down in the cafe and just have a little time while she was at her activity. I'm still going to go do that. Mm, good for and you. And I had the best little. I mean, it was. I was yeah. only gone for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours tops. What if it was three? That would have been fine, <laughs> right? But see, look what but I'm yeah, doing right I, there. You're excusing it, right? But yes. it was great because I yeah. I brought my my notebook and yes. book, and I had a nice coffee drink, and I just sat there and enjoyed time away by myself. And I think you Good. just hit the nail on the head. I think we need to build more margin in our lives. That's yeah. a great word. I love the use of that word. Yeah, exactly. I think we need to be intentional about building margin so that we can appreciate the little things with our kids mm-hmm. and get rid of some of that mommy guilt and not feel like um, now there are people who definitely take it to the extreme and say you know they they have me time all the time (laughs) and we're not advocating that because children are a gift from the lord absolutely and we want to truly appreciate those gifts and i think we just are running so fast and so hard that we don't build in time to really reflect and to breathe and to write down, I, I'm a big journaler, so mm-hmm. I tend to try to write down those mommy wins when I get them mm-hmm, so that on idea. those yeah. days when I'm feeling very guilty, um, I can turn back to those and revisit them. And I also think that 
discussions like this mm-hmm. are so powerful. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a group of girlfriends that you can get together with and and really share your heart and what's going on and you feel guilty for this or that, let them talk you through and encourage you because that not only strengthens you, but it strengthens them too. Yes. And um, that's what we, uh, you know, are... Uh, that's why we do this. That's why we do this podcast because we want to help you grow. We want to grow ourselves mm-hmm. and we all want to grow in our relationship with God. So thank you so much for being a part of our discussion today on the Lights Girl Talk podcast. We'll see you next time.